Hi, I'm Lisa. Welcome to Quarantales. This podcast developed out of a group of people that came together to support each other online through the COVID-19 quarantine in 2020. Everybody has a story, and I feel it's necessary at this point in time to capture what people have to say. So on this podcast, you'll enjoy listening to quote-unquote everyday people sharing their stories about what's happening today in their daily lives. I hope you enjoy. I think you'll relate, and I really appreciate you joining. I also want to give a special shout-out to the uber-talented Paul Luke Bonenfant for composing our awesome intro. Thank you, Luke. And here we go. Hi, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate you joining us. Uh, I have some amazing, so fun guests that I just love so much with me today. I'm so appreciate, uh, appreciative that they're willing to join me. So I have Ambrosia Matthews and Alexa Hauser with me today, otherwise known as the host of Inner Bloom Podcast. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. Oh, thank you so much. Um, you know that I think the world of you, I've been a big fan of your podcast for quite some time. And, um, and I just feel uh, it, it would be wonderful to hear what you've been going through and thinking and experiencing as we've been, we're kind of maybe coming to the tail end of quarantine. Um, we know that states and, and cities and things are starting to open up. We don't know what that's going to look like in a few weeks, but um, at least right now, it seems like we're uh, coming into, um, again, hopefully the end of it. So, um, but before we get started, I, I usually like to have the guests just introduce themselves a little bit and share whatever it is you'd like to share, if you don't mind. Just tell us a little about you. Sure. Alexa, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, my name is Alexa, and I am a podcast host and a healer and a coach. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, my healing modality is known as EFT or tapping, um, emotional freedom technique. It's, uh, an emotional processing, um, tool that can be used to move through trauma or even, um, you know, work on things such as your relationship or issues with money. Um, it's really great for anxiety. It's been a really amazing tool to use during this quarantine with everybody who's just going through so much. Um, and yeah, that's, I'm from Philly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my name is Ambrosia. I am a psychic medium, a podcast host. Um, I'm also, um, a coach and, what else? I do a lot. An Arcturian um, channel. Arcturian channel. Thank Casual. you. Casual. No big deal. Talk to aliens. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, we, Alexa and I run retreats with our podcast. We do a lot of um, really fun, I feel like different things um, that I just love. Yeah. I also awesome. teach intuitives how to hone their skills and how to um, get a hold on their abilities so that way they can actually live their life instead of letting their letting their gifts take control over them. Awesome. And thank you again for joining. It's, um, I am used to talking to you or hearing from you kind of in your... Um, 
I was going to say your world, but that's not what I mean. You know, you're you <laughs> on our talk, platform, on your platform. Thank yeah. you for those words. <laughs> sure. um, shocking that you would be so good with words. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, uh, and it's so, it's kind of a little disorienting for me to be honest, having you join and talk, you know, in the, talk back, the quarantales. Well, that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like that, um, that meme that you see so often where somebody's like, they're sitting next to a billboard, you know, people, I think they're eating ice cream or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the talk back piece for sure. And then just kind of, um, having you, uh, on, you know, the quarantales, obviously, uh, our, our discussions have at least initiated on each, um, podcast around what's been going on now. Um, and, I, you know, I also, because you're open, you share a lot, I guess, uh, I have some idea, but I think our listeners would love to hear what your experiences have been on a personal level. And then maybe also with your businesses, you know, um, I know you talked a lot about, you've talked about healing and I know you help, you both help people in different ways, um, with healing and with anxiety and things, which is so prevalent. We've had a couple episodes talking about anxiety for one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but can we start with, so, um, Alexa, you're in Philly. I mean, just what have you been seeing? And I think it's probably appropriate to talk not just about quarantine, but now we're evolving into protests, right? Mm -hmm. So like, what's life been like the last three months in Philly? I was laughing because I was like, yeah, evolving into protests, the next level of the apocalypse, naturally. Um, (laughs) I actually saw this like really funny meme. Well, it was kind of funny. My fiance showed me. It was like the calendar. uh, It was like all the months of this year. And it was like, uh, you know, like May, uh, May is COVID this year or like this month is like, you know, the protests and the end of, you know, police and all this. And then it's like volcano. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, locust, like everything that comes after. But no, um, you know, actually I've actually had a personally, I've had a very the start of quarantine, although I know it was extremely overwhelming and I have been riding my own roller coaster, um, in a lot of ways, it's been really healing for me. You know, I'm actually an introvert by nature and I, you know, there was a lot that came up for me realizing how much I kind of put on myself to go out and how much I feel guilty about like not being as naturally social as other people. And so, although I I do think I present an an extroverted exterior, you know, I I actually do have this kind of deep uh, desire to spend a lot of time, you know, inside working on things, doing, being creative, doing things that I love. And, um, so I feel like I really got my fill, you know, I feel like I really got a lot of space and I had a lot of time to process things. I had a lot of time to work on things and now I feel really re-energized and then the protest and then all of this stuff started happening with Black Lives Matter, with George Floyd, with the protests. And, um, yeah, I'm in Philadelphia I do live in the city. I actually live right next to police headquarters, like literally across the street. And so there has been quite a bit of activity here. Um, But you know what? I, and I've had some heavy days with it as I know all of us have, as we've just been watching what's been going on. And as I've been watching outside my window, you know, multiple protests outside my window a day and the national guard has been outside for the past week and a half um, at the police headquarters. 
However, I feel very inspired right now. I ended up going to a protest this past weekend, which I was scared to do um, after watching all of this footage. And uh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was peaceful. It wasn't scary at all. There was hardly any police around. And what I saw was a lot of empowerment and a lot of unity and, um, and smart people talking about what needs to happen, like very awakened, eyes open people talking about, you know, this cannot stop. Organization needs to, we need to be organized. We need to like think long term on this, like this needs to happen now. And my heart is really um, full seeing how many people care about this. And I think it's just a sign of what more is to come, you know, it, mm -hmm. today we're tackling um, race and inequality, which is the huge and a huge thing we need to tackle, but there's also a lot of other things that we need to tackle. And I'm, um, I'm really excited to, to see how this all continues to unfold. Um, and I'm, and I'm happy to play whatever role that I can. That's uh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it, uh, Ambi, what about you? How about, so you're in Virginia Beach. What are you seeing there? Um, so I'm in Virginia Beach. Um, going back to the, the original question about quarantine. Quarantine initially, I don't know if sometimes I just get bored and I'm like, ah, it's happening and I freak out. Um, but that's how quarantine was initially for me. It was very much like... Um, a lot of fear coming up about, you know, uh, death and a lot of fear coming up about, you know, my family getting sick and all mm -hmm. those things. But once I really like tried to move past it and not just kind of stuff it down, I really understood why it's happening. Um, because it's, it's a lot of shadow work for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And as a collective, that's what we're going through. So we're forced to face things that we don't want to face, right? Have, or have not wanted to face in a really long time. Um, and that's the same thing with the Black Lives Matter movement, actually. And we're going to see more of this in the coming months, but not the point. Um, so my quarantine has actually been really enjoyable. Um, the biggest, the hardest part for me was not being able to travel. Doing retreats uh -huh. and traveling is one of my favorite things that I do. And so I think that was what hit me, you know, the most was that inability to, to not do those things. Um, but other than that, like it really, it, it affected my business positively because a lot of people needed comfort. A lot of people needed to know what's going to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I was able to truly see like how important my gifts are um, to be able to offer that solace for people and let them know like, it's going to be okay. You know, we're going to move out of this and things mm -hmm. of that nature. Mm -hmm. um, moving into the protest. It's interesting because sometimes I really want to, you know, get into my, my like human, my non-psychic human side and, and be like, oh my God, this is, this is so terrible what's going on. And it is terrible, not the protests, but like the um, injustices that have happened for so many years. It is ter terrible. It is horrific. Mm -hmm. um, and it's good that we're seeing 
the injustices that have been happening, um, in my opinion, it's, it's a good thing that we have social media to the level that we have it because we can no longer um, really hide what's happening. And I mm. feel like that is a beautiful thing. And so a lot of change is coming. So I'm personally really excited about the future. I think there's going to be a lot of good things coming from this um, scary time in everybody's life right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, really hopeful. So um, thank you for that. Uh, a couple of things you guys mentioned that I wanted to touch on or, or talk more about. So do you think, um, so we went through the quarantine again, still happening, but that was the focus for about three months. Everyone was, um, well, not everyone, most people home, kind of kept away from a lot of maybe their regular day-to-day activities that they're used to spending more time with family, thinking about loved ones. You know, you said, Ambie, that you were worried about your family. I mean, certainly I think most of us, all of us, especially in the beginning, were really afraid or, you know, like, what is this going to happen? Is is this going to spread through everybody? What is this going to look like? I mean, we had no, no idea. Um, So we had a lot of time for introspection and it seems like, so that primed us for now the Black Lives Matter movement, the George Floyd being the catalyst of the, of the, the resurgence, right? It's been around. Mm-hmm. But do you think we're seeing something like different behavior because we had that three months of introspection first? I mean, I, mean, I definitely think, sorry, Lisa, go ahead. <laughs> no, go. Like, jump go. No, go. Um, I definitely feel like it helped. It helped in the aspect of um, you have to understand like a lot of people lost their jobs. So it was no longer, or it is currently no longer a sense of, um, well, I can't go protest because I have a job to go to. No, it, it, mm-hmm. it's not really a point anymore. Um, and there's a lot of other things that are coming to the surface um, that I do think the the um, epidemic or excuse me, pandemic um, really set off. And that is being separate from each other, being distant, being away from everybody. And then really realizing like, oh, even if you are an introvert, how you still want to be connected to people, Mm -hmm. you know? And so then having someone on, I mean, I think all of us or most of us have seen the image of the man sitting or kneeling on his neck, Mm -hmm. just like the lack of, of humanity there. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like really shook everybody to the core of this is not okay. And that Mm -hmm. longing to come together that we all really wanted everybody. I feel like was waiting on pins and needles to be with one another, you know, Mm. like people cry or people missing their grandparents, people not people losing loved ones and not being able to say goodbye. Uh-huh. So I think it was definitely something that helped people come together because we're seeing so many different types of people come together that I feel like, A, we've never seen in the past, and B, uh-huh. I don't know if they would under any other circumstance. Yeah. Um, I mean, it. it I, I had this vision the other day of um, you know, do you know those like pullback cars where you like those little toy cars that you 
like you yeah. pull them back pull, and then you and let them go, go and, they go and then they run yeah yeah it's it's like this quarantine was like the pullback part <laughs> and then slingshot yeah, yeah. like at, because there's there's really not much of a distraction for anybody right now right i mean you mm-hmm. just can't you can't just hide hide your head under the covers and pretend like this stuff isn't happening. It's everywhere and it's on everyone's screen and nobody has other things to do. It's just like in your face all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know what I, you know what I just realized while you guys were talking, I was like thinking, I never thought of this until now, how the whole thing with quarantine and COVID, right. Has been about, what is it? It's respiratory, right? It's about breathing. Mm-hmm. And, yes. about, and how what's the thing that set this whole thing yeah. off with the protest? I can't, I breathe. can't breathe. Yes. Interesting. It is interesting. That's all. Just a no, random thought from me. You're making me think too, because I have heard people say, like, at the I, I attended a, a, a rally myself, a protest myself, and when people were saying I can't breathe, um, a friend of mine who was you know wearing a mask because we had masks on said, yeah. "How ironic, you know." Yes. And I mm. but it, it didn't really yeah. dot, it didn't really connect with me either until you said that. Yeah. Um, so it's just it just the timing seems interesting. And if it's if it wasn't divine, you know, purpose, it definitely was a great coincidence, right? That all of this is happening in this order right now. Um, and I'm like you, Amy. I feel good about the future. I feel terrible for everything that's happening, mm-hmm. but I I feel like something good is coming. Um, a friend of mine posted today one of those things, memes, whatever, on Facebook that said, if you if 2020 was a food, what would it be? And I said, castor oil, because it tastes awful, but it's good for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. You know, That's I want to speak one. to that for a minute because yeah. I see so many people. And first of all, people just do this every single year, no matter what's happening. People at the end of the year, I see so many people go, Oh, this was the worst year ever. I can't wait for it to be over. Right. And I think humans just have the tendency to do that in general. However, all, you know, there's a lot of people that I'm seeing kind of do the same thing now. Like, and I understand more the perspective, but it's like, you know, I posted something the other day where it's like, don't cancel the year that woke you up. Like, this is not the worst year ever. This is a very hard year, yes. But Mm -hmm. it is not the worst year ever. It's the best year ever in a different perspective, from a different perspective, because everything that we want as a society will come from this. Is it hard to see right now for people? Yes, and I totally understand that. So again, I get why people are saying this is the worst year ever. But yeah. I, I do really wish that uh, people would broaden their perspective a little bit and realize you know, that this is a very productive, transformative year. This is the most productive, transformative year maybe we've ever had as a human species. Yeah. And that is good from my perspective. Yeah, totally. No, I totally, I totally feel you on that. I totally agree with you. So I wanted to ask you both, um, because it's something I've been struggling with. Um, I guess first, let me back up a little bit. Uh, Abby, you mentioned shadow work. I mean, I think I can relate to that. And for listeners that maybe haven't heard that term, you know, it's, well, maybe could you define that better for people who haven't? Yeah. Um, well, for like the very simple term or the very simple definition is facing things that you don't want to face, facing things that you've stuffed down for a while, facing things mm-hmm. that are uncomfortable, whether that is a lot of people um, 
have been with the pandemic have been coming into relationships like in their personal life, right? In their home. Mm-hmm. And they've realized very quickly that these re- relationships are no longer serving their highest good. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they're uncomfortable, their they're, um, lack of communication, they're distraught, whatever the case may be. But shadow work is is really facing those things that you've been pushing down, whether this is childhood trauma, whether this is a relationship, or whether this is, you know, simple not fixing things around your house because you don't want to really live in that house, but you've been too lazy to do the work and fix it. So it can look very different for each individual, but that is really what's going on this year as both a world, a collective, we're Mm -hmm. all facing the shadow side. So that is part of like what is going on with um, Black Lives Matter movement is mm-hmm. people of color have been oppressed in our country for a very long time, too long. Mm-hmm. And no one really says anything about it. Every now and then you, you know, you hear protests and it has come up before that there have been protests, there have been the Million Man March, there's been a lot of things, right? But mm-hmm. they don't have true equality. Right. And so now we're learning things. um, I can only speak for myself, but I'm learning about things that have never been taught to me in school. I'm Mm -hmm. learning about injustices that have happened that I cannot believe our government would allow. Mm -hmm. And so this is really coming to light in so many different ways. um, And that's just a very in your face example of, Mm -hmm. of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's a good, a really good point. I can say for sure that I know I've been going through uh, a lot of introspection and looking at uh, surface issues, maybe that I've had for a long time. Something I wanted to work on, you know, dieting. I'll just throw that out as a as something that's pretty common, right? People right. want to lose weight or whatever. And um, but I'm I've definitely come to a place where I've peeled back the layer of that onion multiple times now where I'm kind of like, okay, I think I really see that I need to address this. Like this Mm -hmm. is probably where I need to spend some time. And that might not even be the root, but at least I'm finding that I'm getting a lot deeper into actually solving deeply rooted long-term things Mm -hmm. instead of constantly treating the surface. And I didn't think about it till you just said it. But isn't that also what we're doing now with racial equality, at least speaking for myself, mm-hmm. as much as I, I've always said I, I'm for it and, you know, and I've tried to be a supporter and I say try, I'm realizing as I'm learning more, I'm willing to peel back the onion more on that too. And I'm yeah. seeing more about myself and about society and the government and, and the nation in general, where I'm like, you know what, this is deeper than that. Like I have to be willing to admit some more things, mm-hmm. you know, and I have to be willing to be uncomfortable about some stuff if I'm going to fix it, mm-hmm. if I'm going to be different. And since you said that, I wonder if that's kind of been, if that's kind of a common theme amongst a lot of us. Um, like the, so I do, I do probably no more than five readings a day, but that's five different individuals that I'm talking to a day, six to seven days a week about different things going on in their life. And they could be from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And the thing that we have in common that I found with most people is, yeah, there's a lot of things that we, um, aren't aware of that keep coming up like repeating patterns. Um, 
And I always say to people, you can't change what you don't see. If you're not seeing the pattern that's coming up, then you're not going to be able to change it. And I think that's why, uh, going back into the Black Lives Matter movement, I think that's why there hasn't been that huge change that we have wanted to see with equality um, because people don't want to see it, right? And now you can't avoid it. It's it's in your face and that's a good thing. It feels uncomfortable, but it needs to be happening. It needs to be that uncomfortable conversation of, Mm -hmm. and I used to say that, well, women are oppressed as well. And I agree with that. Women are oppressed. We don't have the same rights. We don't have, um, we get paid less. Like there's, there's a lot of injustices that happen with women. Mm-hmm. That being said, I, as a white woman, do not have to have conversations with my white son about how to stay alive in America. Right. And so that right there tells you what white privilege is. Yeah, totally. Um, so how do you stay... Um, how do you, how do you avoid getting kind of dragged into the fray? There's so much arguing and, and, um, negativity. And I think pushback from people who, you know, maybe, maybe they're, don't, they don't want to be uncomfortable. Right. So Mm -hmm. they don't, they don't want to think about some things and they want things to be the way they've always been. And you see a lot of pushback and, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm trying to stay above the above the negativity and have find a way to have constructive conversations without getting dragged into something that's less than constructive. Mm -hmm. Do you guys, have you found that too? And, or do you have any advice on how to stay kind of stay more like to stay above that? Um, yeah, I would say, you know, mind your vibe, like be Mm -hmm. very conscious and aware of how things feel when you engage with them, you know? Um, because you have like a, uh, you have a radar inside of you that can kind of tell you, oh, this doesn't feel very good. Engaging in this type of combo doesn't feel very good. Watching this type of thing, it doesn't feel very good. And you can tell when you, you do feel good, when you feel energized, when, you know, people are, you can tell, but Mm -hmm. I think the issue is that a lot of us are addicted in, and this is other shadow work that we're doing right now. We're addicted to drama. We're looking for it. We're looking for a fight. You know, we're mm-hmm. looking in a way subconsciously maybe for um, problems. And so what, you know, I think back to myself even, you know, three years ago, four years ago, oh my God, I loved drama. I was, I was always kind of mm-hmm. getting into these weird little like spats and stuff and, and kind of hanging with some low vibe people. And that is not to say that is not about hierarchy or anything like that. Everybody's just kind of in their own place, you know, on their own path. Um, So I don't want this to sound like, you know, like be a high vibe person and like, you know, disregard everyone else in terms of one's better than the other. But it is to say, I will say from my own experience, the more I focused on my inner work and doing my shadow work and really um, like invested in my own growth and working on the things I needed to work on, the more that drama just kind of fell away. And suddenly I'm looking around and it's very easy for me personally to stay out of the kind of crazy conversations because I've practiced it, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's my advice. Just mind your vibe, do your work. And, you know, you will find yourself drawn to uh, lighter uh, conversations and relationships. 
That's good advice. I think, I think what I see and maybe even have felt myself is that um, sometimes you, you want to try to help someone see something differently, right? Like you see Mm -hmm. them and you're like, Oh, it may be in your head. You think, Oh, I used to think that way or no, you know, if you just, if only they just considered these facts, you know, they would Mm -hmm. think differently and you want to engage in that. And um, I think maybe a lot of us are struggling with like how, how much of that is, should I do any of that? First of all, right. Should I, is that my role at all? Or will these people come, come to that on their own or, you know, and if so, where do you stop? You know? Mm -hmm. And I, I think, I think that's a good point too. Another really great thing is like to have a level of detachment because again, every, of course we all care about everyone, especially us, you know, like us people who are empathic and psychic and intuitive and all this, we, we really care. Like we really love people and we want people to feel better and we want people to see what we see, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it makes sense that it's kind of, it could even maybe be stickier for us to get wrapped up in people's stuff because we're we're like turning back to help them, you know? But Mm -hmm. one thing that I know Andy and I talk about all the time is like, you know, if people, sometimes people don't want to be helped. They just want to be where they are. And I think that's something to practice too, is kind of, you can start to feel out like, oh, this person doesn't actually want to move from where they are. They just want to be where they are. And I'm actually starting to come down to where they are. And it's, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It doesn't mean anything like that. It just means lovingly let go and let them be where they are. Cause that's part of their path, you know? Yeah. I'm laughing because I am, sometimes I get real wrapped up, especially lately in what's going on. And like, I am one of the people that I can feel myself going down, right? I can feel myself like, oh, I'm literally calling this person just to plead my case right now. There is no (laughs) other um, motive that I have here. And um, it's interesting because it's not really benefiting anybody. In my head, I might say like, yeah, that's, well, you know, if I prove my point, then they're on my side or whatever the case may be. But truly, I feel like some, for me personally, truly, I feel like I'm just bored and I just (laughs) want the, I want the contrast. You know what I mean? The drama. Yeah, Yeah. I want the drama. Yes. Yeah. Well, you always think, oh, if I just say it a certain way, that person's going to totally all of a sudden see what I'm, what I'm thinking. I, and I had a conversation with myself just today where I said, actually I had it out loud, to be honest, I was talking to my 16 year old, <laughs> but I was kind of talking about me in a situation. And I said, you know, that, that person is seeing this situation through their eyes as passionately as mm-hmm. I'm seeing it through mine. And so it's unlike, I could just see it. It's unlikely that I'm going to say anything to change that. So I should probably just not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but it's tough. And I know I've felt too that I, I've, I've had this like conversation with myself too multiple times where this is a time that we're being challenged a lot with controversy, with drama. Like we're presented with opportunities to get involved in drama all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my challenge is how do I react differently today in this situation than I might have in the past? Because I feel like that's something I need to do. Like I have to I have to, I have to be, I have to prove I've outgrown that, Mm. you know, or that, and that's not meant as a slight to anyone either, but just for me, like I have to prove that that's not, I'm able to do something different this time. 
mm-hmm. that the outcome, because I need to the out I need the outcome for me to be different because on a global scale, we need the outcome to be different, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a powerful place to be when you're recognizing that, oh, I have a pattern here. I've, I've been in this situation before in, mm-hmm. you know, a different moment. And this is what I did before. And this is what I've done actually a couple times. And now I'm in this position where I'm, I'm, I'm before the action and before the response. So now I, I, I have the power to choose a new response because if I can choose a new response and that's going to reflect differently in my reality and I'm going to move to the next kind of uh, yes. scene or the next timeline or whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, that's a really powerful place to be. And I think, um, and, and, and I, I do want to talk, or I do want to address kind of what you're saying about, you know, it, it is interesting because I think one of the biggest things to come out of uh, this movement right now and the protests and Black Lives Matter in particular is this idea of like, well, actually, we are going to have to have some uncomfortable situations yeah. in our communities um, because what, what has been happening before is like, if someone just, and I'm totally guilty of this, you guys, if someone is on my timeline talking about saying anything that isn't in alignment with like what I believe or, you know, talking up Trump or something like that, you know, I've totally been guilty of just totally deleting them and just being Mm -hmm. like, like, I don't know these people very well. I don't know how I became friends with them, but I'm like, okay, I don't need to see this. And Mm -hmm. now what I think we're starting to become aware of is we can't just do that and just cancel everyone and expect that things are going to shift. We have to be willing to have uncomfortable conversations. But I, so I think that's another level of what you're talking about, Lisa, of like, how do we begin to have these conversations without getting wrapped into this very like 3D, if you want to call it, you know, drama Mm-hmm. That yes. that is that is the way of the past of like fighting with one another like that 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 we have to say I'm right and you're wrong. How can we have conversations with people who have different views than us, where we can offer a new perspective without this like defensiveness, offensiveness, um, mm-hmm. you know, back and forth? And I think that's a skill that honestly we haven't learned yet because we haven't practiced it. So I I feel like we are going to be having. Um, uncomfortable conversations right now. And it's okay if they don't all go great because yeah. we're learning, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we're, it's okay to not get things right. The, the point is that we're, we have to try and we have to learn as we go. I remember yeah. I saw something a long time ago that said, when you can watch the news and you're no longer triggered by it, that's when you have reached enlightenment or something along those lines. <laughs> and I didn't understand what it meant at the time. I was like, what the hell? But now now I understand it because it is true. It's everybody is right from their perspective, right? No, yes. Everybody is saying and doing things that they believe to be right from their perspective. Mm-hmm. And when you understand that, that it's not about saying like that one right thing that's going to blow their mind and change their life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about letting them go and, and sending them love and understanding like, that's fine. You live in your world. I'll live in my world. And let's hope that they can co- coexist. Um, but like Alexa said, I agree. I think it's going to take a while before we can watch something on the news and not be triggered by it. I know that yeah. I'm personally not at that level yet. Um, yeah. And so one of the things that helps me is um, like going in water. Um it really helps me 
stay really level-headed or just like I have a little garden. So going outside and bare feet, both of those things mm-hmm. really help me stay um, really connected and really just happy and in alignment. I've been craving water so much lately. So bad. Take a bath, girl. <laughs> Take a bath. <laughs> I want to go to the just, lake. Even if it's just like a little bit of water in your bathtub and yeah. you just put your feet in it, it, it really helps soothe you, I find. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely a water baby. I think, you know, it definitely makes a big difference for me for sure. And I have not found it. So I need to do that. I'll take that advice for sure. <laughs> you know, the, the other thing I wanted to say too, it's funny because I'm hearing myself speak and I think, um, you know, as as I, I, I will acknowledge, I just want to say it out loud on my podcast for my listeners who some of them are friends and have engaged, have engaged in other conversations with me. I need to also be willing to listen to other people's perspectives. I mean, because yes. I, I, I'm very convicted, right? I have my perspective and I think it's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. um, but I absolutely, and it's so hard to acknowledge, but absolutely, if I feel that I want someone to listen to what I have to say, I need to be willing to listen to what they have to say. And so yeah. I need to be able to maintain some openness and that's where comes constructive conversation comes in though, right? Like as long as the conversation's constructive. Yeah. Yeah. And and not a bunch of like poop throwing, you know, yeah. I think that <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I just a hundred percent agree with you. I was gonna say that, you know, it's listening. Like, you know, I, I'm a healer. I work with people on um, as I mentioned, all, all different types of issues. And I am not kidding you sometimes like the first 30 minutes of my tapping session are just me listening to them talk about what the issue is. And I swear sometimes at the end of 30 minutes, they're already like, (laughs) they already got what they came for. And the reason why is because I'm listening and I'm validating. I'm saying, I, I, yes, that is how you feel. And what I've been saying about, you know, this, I was just telling Ambie this the other day, I see uh, us as a country and as a planet going through this and as a species more specifically Mm -hmm. um going through this maturation process right now of we've been children we've been absolute toddlers like look at our politicians and the way that they talk to each other like they do not listen to one another they Mm -hmm. talk over one another they you know that is Mm -hmm. what is being taught in our society to talk over one another don't listen the loudest person wins Mm -hmm. um you know bully to the top and that is no longer the way forward. And so the way forward is for us to grow up, you know, literally as a, as a collective, grow up mature enough to be able to have these uncomfortable conversations as we're constructive conversations. And that re- growing up and having adult conversations requires listening, as you said, and respect and um, affirmation and validation. And it's, it's the same thing as a relationship, you know, like, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? Do you want to be right? Or do you want the relationship to work? And that's when you learn in relationship. That's when I've learned that it's not about being right. It's Mm -hmm. never been about being right. It's about listening to one another, respecting one another and loving one another. And I genuinely think that that is what's happening right now to us as human beings. We are growing up and we're learning how to be in an adult relationship with one another. Mm. Yeah. Do you think we'll get there this time or do you think we're just going to make a baby step? (laughs) Uh, 
no, I think we're getting there. Uh, how, how we get there is uh, the question mark, you know? I, I think yeah. it, the journey is, is always going to be the variable, right? But do I think, do I personally think we'll get there? 100%. Yes. D- do you? I, I believe we'll get there. I don't know how quickly. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if, you know, I don't know if we're going to wake up next year and it's going to be everything's all beautiful and perfect or if we're going to wake up oh, next year yeah. and it's going to be, okay, well, we made a step. That's cool. Like now we're yeah. going to go through another cycle. <laughs> oh, oh, I think we'll keep going through cycles for sure. But that's yeah. the thing is, again, that's another maturation thing. It's like realizing that um, it's not just a one and done. It's a constant, again, going back to the relationship example, your relationship is constantly evolving, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's never done. So mm-hmm. we have to get used to this idea of that we're constantly going to be growing as a society. And there's always going to be a new thing that comes up to grow us even more. And that's okay. Cause guess what we've yeah. learned through the, through quarantine and through the protests even is that we are strong and we can get through a lot of hard things, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want to say too, that um, even in this conversation today, you've said a couple of things, both of you have said a couple of things. Um, and, and in some cases resonated other, you know, things that I've heard recently, um, that a year ago I heard, but mm-hmm. I don't think I got. And, yeah. and now I'm realizing, you know, I'm hearing it again, or maybe I'm thinking of, of the concept again. And now I'm like, holy crap. I, now I get what that, I thought I got it before, but I really didn't. <laughs> I yeah, understand yeah. it now. And I think allowing that everyone's going to go through that. Yeah. Probably yeah. multiple times in their lifetime, you know, many, many, many times in their lifetime. Um, I think allowing other people their space to do that. And then personally, people allowing themselves the space to change. It's okay. You know, it's okay to get something differently now than you did before. Like maybe you don't have to default to the same old argument that you had before. Maybe, maybe this time it, it's going to sound different. Like just, just hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's because of growth. You're always growing and you're always yeah. hearing and seeing things at a new level. And, and that's the beauty of being a human. You know, we should anticipate that and appreciate that about our, us and this human, this life, right? Like yeah. we can, there's always room for more, more yeah. understanding and more depth. Yeah. I love it. Well, I know that you guys have a time crunch and I appreciate you so much. I don't want to stop talking because yeah. I love it. <laughs> and I feel like we're not even halfway done. So maybe I can coax you to come back another time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I wanted, I did want to leave just a couple minutes for you each to share how to find you, you know, where do, where do people find you if they want to get more, you know, maybe, um, uh, you know, uh, contract your services, you know, take a class, what have you, how do people find you? Um, you can check out our podcast. It's called Inner Bloom Podcast. It's on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all the things. Uh, you could go to our website, innerbloompodcast.com uh, to connect with us. Um, and if you, you should check out our Patreon page, uh, which is patreon.com slash innerbloompodcast because there we do a lot of fun woo-woo stuff with our community. Ambrosia channels the Arcturians and our community yes. gets to talk to them. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, I am Ambie also does energy updates and uh, we do moon circles, all kinds of fun stuff like that. Um, 
If you want to get in touch with me, I'm at Alexa Soothes, S-O-O-T-H-E-S on Instagram and alexasoothes.com. And that's where you can book a session with me for tapping. Uh, Ambie? Yeah. Um, if you wanted to reach out to me directly, my website is Ambrosia Matthews, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S.com. And you can book a session and my Instagram and my Facebook pages are linked there. Um, yeah. And um, that's pretty much it. We're both on TikTok <laughs> too. I mean, yeah. 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 Same names. Yeah. TikTok stars. Reach out uh, to us. We would love to hear from you. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I highly recommend both of these ladies for the gifts that they have and what they have to offer others. So again, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Uh, just so much for being willing to come on my podcast and chat with me. I really appreciate you both. Mm-hmm. And Thank I hope you, you have we're a wonderful day. So, we're so proud of you for starting this. Yeah. Good <laughs> job, Lisa. Yeah. It's been amazing to watch you build this community. So if you're a part of this community, Lisa, listening to Lisa, you're in good hands. We've been watching Lisa and working with Lisa and being in community with Lisa and knowing that she was going to start something, just not sure what it was. So Lisa, when you started this, I was like, yeah, she's doing it. Awesome. <laughs> So, uh, so you guys are in good hands and we're looking forward to seeing where, where this, what this podcast evolves into or the next podcast or whatever it is. So thank you so much, Lisa, for having us on. We, we love you. And, uh, yeah. Love you guys too. Bye. Bye.